You're listening to the Incubate Her podcast, episode number 31. About self-development, fulfillment, and career growth so you can reach your true potential. Now your host, Pauline Francois. Hello, everyone. I am so pumped to be back today. The weather is finally rising up. Everybody's out. I have had my two shots of the Pfizer vaccine, and I am so excited if you can't tell. Um, There's been a ton going on in my life, so my podcasting schedule has been a little bit impacted. However, I have a lot of things that I would like to discuss in the upcoming episodes, so do look forward to that. I am thinking about moving from a weekly schedule to a bi-monthly schedule, so do let me know your thoughts on the Instagram account of the podcast, which is at The Incubator. Today, I am coming back to talk about ambition, and um, I have spoken about dirty words before on the podcast. I talked about feminism. Ooh, bad word. (laughs) Now I want to talk about ambition, and for some reason, for men, it doesn't seem like such a bad word, but for women, to this day, it is still a very taboo word to use. I do make a point myself to repeat a lot that I am ambitious, that I am an ambitious woman. And it's not about a certain amount of money I want to make, even though I love making money, (laughs) just to be clear. But it's about having the ambition to be at the top of my potential, is exploring the possibilities that I have to grow and to impact others and to impact others in my close circle, to impact others widely. That's what ambition means for me. It might be different for you. It might be different for my neighbor. It might be different for someone else, but that's how I view it. And I make sure that I tell my peers, that I tell my management, that I tell my leadership team that I am ambitious because I want it to be clear. I want to have an impact and I want to make a difference. And I want the work that I do to matter and to have meaning. And that's what ambition echoes to me. That being said, ambition is also a guideline when you're building a business plan. And I see that lacking a lot into a lot of people when they're driving their business is setting an ambition behind it. And usually when you do that, you know, you build a business review or a strategic plan for the year um, that you then divide by quarters. And you could either base it on the goal and the target that your corporation sets for you or your structure sets for you. You can also be more ambitious than that. I'm going to explain. So usually, if you're a businesswoman or a businessman, if you are an employee or even a manager and you're managing business, whether that's direct customers or partnerships or a certain um, type of business in terms of technology, you're going to have a goal that is set by your organization. Now, That doesn't mean you have to stay in that specific goal. What I mean is 
The goal that you are given by your organization is a great guideline to where you want to go. However, it is not a standalone in that for me, when you're driving your business, it is important to look into the different aspects that make your business. It is much deeper than just a target. It is deeper in terms of KPIs, in terms of quality, but also in terms of quantity and also in terms of ecosystem. So you're going to want to look into how can I stretch that goal? How do I make that goal mean something? It is possible that you enter a parameter where you're going to have legacy business and it sort of lives by itself in that you could potentially achieve the goal that you're given by your corp, but you're not going to have an impact because it's just like recurrent business. We call it run rate. So you want to go beyond that comfort zone, beyond the existing that you're starting with and how do I stretch it? How do I make it more qualitative? How do I make my work and my team's work have significant impact that it not only achieves my target, goes beyond my target, but it also builds a foundation for long-lasting healthy business and strong business. That's not going to be a quick win, a short-term, a one-shot thing. Now, when you are managing big amounts, and it's the same if you're an entrepreneur, quick wins matter. Quick wins are going to make you be able to build best practices, to gain new customers, to be able to withstand your enterprise by the end of the month. So I'm not saying you should disregard that. I'm just saying that these are important, but they're not at the core of what you want to do, or at least they're not at the core of what I would recommend you to do. So if you want to look at building an ambition that is going to be something that is going to be impactful in the long run, you want to make sure that you look into everything. And it means addressing the right peers in your organization. It means including the right leadership team in your organization. It also means scoping the right people at your customers. Who are you talking to? Who are you trying to talk to? What processes are you putting in place to make sure that your approach is relentless? How do you organize your day-to-day work so that you are tracking your progress? These are all little steps that make such a huge difference. There's also another thing that has happened to me recently is with one of my clients, we've had sort of a pause in our project and you could react by saying, well, I'm just going to put that on the side and focus on other people. And I do not feel that that attitude is constructive in that if you behave that way, chances are that the trust that you have built so far with your client 
are going to be diminished because they're going to feel sort of rejected and put on the side and not as important because for a reason or another, they have to postpone that specific project. So that was something I was debating with my team is when a client of yours has postponed a project, do you just withdraw the investment that you had put or do you keep that investment going even if you tame it down a little but not significantly enough that your customer feels pushed back and that you can actually keep investing in that relationship so that it will be beneficial in the long run when you are in a mindset that you have that overall mid to long term ambition it is easier to keep that perspective and to not be so hasty in potentially making decisions that are going to be harmful in the pursuit of your big goal, of the real impact that you want to have in the end. That's for me one of the significant aspects of it. Another one is having a clear ambition serves you, your business, for the reasons I've just mentioned. But it also serves as a guidance for other people to know where you are headed. (laughs) And do not underestimate the impact that sharing your ambition for your business, for your clients has on others and how much it can actually in the end help that impact and help you in your career. When you have a clear ambition and you share it, you share it and you're vocal about it with your peers and with your teams and with your clients as well. It shows your focus, it shows your commitment, and it also helps them know what you're going to do and potentially propose their support, potentially share suggestions. Also speak about it in the organization and impact others of your peers so that they also are enriched by what you are driving. And that's the whole purpose, right? Is not only having an impact on your direct clients and on your life, but also having a broader impact so that what you do helps people at large. That is a huge driver for me. I have shared that in the past is whatever I do, the thing I always come back to is I love having had the path I've had up to this point. I am very proud of it. I am very thankful and humbled by it. However, it is even more meaningful when I get people coming to me saying, oh, by the way, I loved how you did this and it made me think I could try this and that or that project you did or that initiative you took can I pick your brain around it? How did you come to that conclusion? And what was your thought process around making this happen? So when you set an ambition and you are clear and vocal about it, it does make an impact for others. And that is so meaningful. If you are an individual contributor and your management is not sharing clear ambition, do challenge them. Do challenge them because the truth is it lacks depth to have a management or executive team that doesn't have a path of where your team is headed 
or where your organization is headed. And when that happens, and it has happened to me, I just feel like I'm sort of wondering where where they're taking us. You know, it's like you're taking a trip and you're backpacking, but you have no idea where you're headed. And you're just, you know you have to move forward, but you don't know where to. That's the best example that I can give you. So I would be really curious to know what the word ambition means to you, how you approach it, how it has served you in the past potentially, or deserved you for a lack of vision maybe, or for a lack of being in a space or at a point in your business plan as an entrepreneur where you knew how to set that ambition. If you want support on setting an ambition for your business, do contact me. I would be glad to set a one-on-one session with you. You can reach me at pauline at theincubator.net and we can discuss a plan together. Also, I would really appreciate it if you took a couple minutes to head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave a five stars review. It just supports this podcast, makes it visible for others to find. They are looking for tips on how to grow their business, how to develop their career, and how to empower themselves. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Comment on this episode on theincubator.net. For more tips and content, visit the paulinefrancois.net site. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review. I appreciate your support so much, and I'll talk to you soon.